Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. In the 2016 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Xavier Howard, defensive back from Baylor. 13th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle, Clemson. With the fifth pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Tua Tungavalawa, quarterback, Alabama. The Miami Dolphins select Jalen Waddell, wide receiver, Alabama. And welcome to a new edition of Two on 3YPC, brought to you by nobody yet, but we're working on that. Hello, Simon. Hey, Alf, how are you? Great. Uh, we're going to start with two prospects today, and the first is... Uh, Darnell Wright. He's the right tackle at Tennessee. Uh, he is a big human being, and actually, although we're not sort of necessarily all focused on Dolphins prospects, because I think we'd have to rule out about 55 of them given where the dolphins are picking with their first pick uh he is somebody that is absolutely the sort of archetypal player that the dolphins would be looking at if he fell to that area which i kind of suspect he won't but he's probably worth a conversation about yeah and uh i've i've done a little digging on on darnell right his pedigree is is absolutely ridiculous coming out of high school he was uh the 25th ranked prospect coming out check out this list of of recruitment Florida, Clemson, Alabama, West Virginia. You know, you know, you had to throw in West Virginia in there. To be honest, actually, he he, West Virginia was his second choice. Yeah, because um, he's from he's from Huntington, West Virginia, which yeah, they don't play they don't play a lot of good high school football in West Virginia. But this guy, right. five five star athlete, commits to Tennessee. Yeah, um, our partner Chris Kaufman absolutely loves him and thinks he's the best offensive lineman in in the draft. I've seen some of his tape. Uh, six six, three hundred and twenty pounds coming out of high school. So this is a guy with with perfect pedigree for the position. Um, he'd be a fabulous pick in the second round for the Dolphins. I suspect he's too good to make it there. Uh, so we'll start here. What's the front page on Darnell Wright? What does he do well? Well, this is the kid that chose Rocky Top over Country Roads, essentially. But what he does well is that he, you know he is a big human being. You go back and look at what he's done. You know, we, we talk about, we talk about a lot on three yards per carry. You talk about the best ability is availability. Uh, this is a guy that started five games at right tackle, two at right guard in 2019 as a freshman, nine games in the COVID shortened year at right tackle in 2020, all 13 games at left tackle in 2021, all 13 games at right tackle in 2022. And you go back and look at his 2022 tape because right tackle is where he's going to play. This is a guy that played 850 snaps in 2022, gave up zero sacks. This is in the SEC. You know, this is a, you, you throw on his, his tape against Will Anderson, the, who will be a top five at worst pick, you know, the best pass rusher in the draft. And he dominated. I think Anderson had one 
tackle no pressures no sacks in the game you know he uh, as a pass protector you often look at you know whether offensive linemen can do true pass sets this is a guy that can get into his kick slide with ease he can shut down the edge you, know, you look at what he did yesterday at the senior bowl um his hand work is excellent his hand technique his length of his arms yeah you know, he's got good strength he's patient in pass protection um and he's got these absolute buckets of hands that you know he just latches on and um, and when he gets into you, when he gets his hands inside you um, and can control the rep using those quick feet, it gets into those pass blocking sets. I think he's um, he's a terrific player. And you look at some of the advanced stuff that he brings, you know, fake jump sets, snatches, all of those things, quite apart from the functional strength, the patience, the footwork. Uh, I think he's a terrific player. He's got a thick build, but, you know, he probably... I, I don't have in front of me his senior bowl number weigh-in numbers. I, I'd imagine he's 330. He often looks like he plays 310, um, but he can continue to add, add strength. I wonder at times whether or not he's rangy enough in, in the run game. I'd, I'm intrigued to see what his 10-second split will be at the combine. I don't care about his 40 time, but his 10-second split I really care about. Um, but, you know, this is a guy that, you know, when he gets his hands in the right place, sometimes yesterday, I just, you know, I watched some of his reps yesterday at the senior bar and I thought he was a little bit high, which sort of prevented him from doing what he does best, which is locking in and controlling the block on contact. But he's so aggressive. You can't beat him with speed to power because he's just got this frame like an absolute brick wall. Um, and, you know, a five-star kid who is absolutely dominating in the way that you would hope a five-star kid had trained on you know he, this is somebody who's fulfilled his 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 talent his ability from high school and i think he um i think ultimately he goes in the first round um i i just think he's a really really good player and certainly one of the best offensive linemen and potentially the best tackle actually uh in the draft he's just uh you know to me he's a first round pick yeah, and uh, also interesting uh, to uh, to note, uh, West Virginia recruiting director and scout, Matt Moore. Yeah. Do you remember who Matt Moore was? <laughs> I do remember who Matt Moore was. <laughs> oh, yeah, Andy. Dolphin Dolphin legend Matt Moore recruited Darnell Wright. Yeah, so, uh, all right, so we got the good out of the way. Where is the possibility that he can drop to the second round? Because this is such a clean prospect with such a pedigree and good tape that he screams first round pick and probably the first right tackle taken. Yeah. How does he make it to 51 for the Miami Dolphins? I think there are some things that coaches will look at and go, look, is he a plug and play day one starter? And he probably is, but there are some technique things that I think that he needs work on. So I think he has this habit, a little bit of dropping his head into contact, which means that sometimes he bends at the waist uh, rather than at the knees uh, so you'll often you know if you're new to the draft or you don't really understand or don't care about that this uh, this terminology he talks we, we talk a little bit about waist benders a guy who bends at the waist isn't particularly proficient because what it means is he gets top heavy he I mean you, you are literally talking about somebody that bends forwards using their waist and not their knees and so you become top heavy you become you, you topple over you lose your balance and balance is vitally important for a tackle so he can dip his head into contact which results in him being you know susceptible to bending at the waist and overextending and then that means you tend to lunge and you don't really know where you're going and the, and the guy that you're playing is um you know has got one up on you essentially um i think those hands that i talked about sometimes they drop a little bit too much sometimes they're a little bit too high sometimes they get a bit a little bit wide at the point of attack which which, which sometimes means that he is late 
um and gives up first contact and what you're trying to do is that you're trying to dominate the rep you're trying to jump the 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 often you're trying to jump the the edge rusher or the defensive end to get into them you don't want to allow them to get their hands inside on your breastplate and, and control the rep um and i think sometimes his hands just need to be a little bit quicker and a little bit better placed but this is all coaching stuff this is not that he doesn't have the talent it's just that he just needs a bit of refinement uh and then i talked a little bit a little bit about the footwork um, and I don't think that you would want to put him at left tackle. I don't think because I just think his kick slide and his foot quickness at left tackle uh, and his range at left tackle, maybe he just short sets a little bit. And, you know, uh, he offers, I suppose, what's the word, a short corner, I suppose, for those kind of, especially for 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 wide edge rushers, that the, the, the bend that they have to do to get to the quarterback is less when you're playing Darnell right at left tackle than it would be if you're playing Teron Armstead or David Bakhtiari or, or Jordan Mailata, you know, the, the the elite left tackles in the NFL. This is a, a guy who doesn't necessarily um, do that, and that's why he's best suited to, to right tackle. But look, if you are if you're looking for a guy who, you know, can create power, who can just cave in, a, you know, defenders on angle blocks who's got balance and can anchor who's got an incredible punch who can you know he's aggressive with what he does his hand movement his hand usage he's rugged he's physical and he played his best against the best players and that would be Georgia that would be Clemson that would be LSU that would be Will Anderson at Alabama you know that's the important thing his best film always came against those best teams so to me a really good player a really interesting prospect and a guy I think would be out of the Dolphins range but I think would absolutely be in their wheelhouse should they be, you know, fortunate enough for him to be on the clock at the time they're picking. If they didn't pick him, you'd be stunned. Or or within reach. Uh, if he's if he's yeah. still in the 30s or in the late 20s, uh, maybe Miami starts getting a little froggy to try to move up there and try to get a, a player like this. His fit with Miami is pretty simple. Uh, he's a good football player. Yeah. <laughs> That's as simple. And he's at a position of need, right? right Finally, and we can move on. Comparable. Do you have a comparable for Donnell Wright? He has a Taylor Motone feel to me. I don't know if that's right or not. Your thoughts? Um, I'm not sure I do have a, a comparable, I suppose. Um, I suppose I suppose like a guy we talked about a lot last year, and actually I know I know that the offensive line guru Brandon Thorne has talked about this kind of player. He's not certainly not Lane Johnson. He might be a bit more of a Lyle Collins, and when you think of early Lyle Collins, mm. um you know, in Dallas, but I think he can go on and be, you know, he's got a pro bowl ability. You know, this is a guy that's got pro bowl talent in terms of, you know, you look at everything you want from a right tackle in terms of the physical, in terms of the, the play strength, in terms of the burst, in terms of how good he's in the run game. Um, all of those things, you know, in, in terms of the fact that he, he, whilst Tennessee don't play a particularly varied uh, passing offense this is a guy who not only understands and can pass set but he will mix up his pass sets he will attack and jump you know you talk about jump sets he will jump the defensive end he will vertical uh, a tackle he will angle a tackle um he can close the space quickly he'll strike he'll square up rushers he's got like i said good hands good patience um he is a tone setter he's a guy that you send off the bus first um and i think that you know ultimately in a play action heavy sort of downhill run scheme Primarily as a tackle, but maybe even as a guard. I think you're looking at high-quality star. All right. And we're going to move on, and we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we'll have a new prospect. And we're back. Simon, prospect number two. 
yeah, one of my favorite prospects in the entire draft is actually is a, I very much enjoy the cornerback position. And so I like to go through uh, looking at the corners, diving into their tape, uh, which I did a few weeks ago. And, you know, you obviously how I how I uh, scout players, I tend to do it after the season. I like to watch games just for the sake of watching games. I'll obviously keep an eye on player X if I know that they're playing in a big game, but I don't tend to do it just because I don't have time. I just want to watch the game and enjoy the game and not spend all that time. I will then come back to it and come back to, you know, individual games where, you know, you've just got the cut-ups of a certain player playing in in a game. And so corner, obviously a position I enjoy. I enjoy watching and obviously knowing the Dolphins need it. And I was a bit concerned actually about Keely Ringo, who was, everybody was touting as a top five, a top 10 pick as a number one corner in the class. And to me, you know, that hadn't really played out in what I'd seen of Georgia in terms of his ability. And so I just wanted to dive into the rest of the guys. It's such a it's such a deep class that, you know, when you go through it and you look at guys like Cam Smith and the Gonzalez kid of Oregon. And, and we talked about Ringo and Tyreek Stevenson and Mackay Garner and, uh, and Clark Phillips and all these players. But for me, the number one corner and a legitimate top 10 pick in this draft. I mean, this is a guy that the Dolphins have zero chance at. It's Devon Witherspoon of, of Illinois. He's six foot. He's 190 pounds. You know, this is a small school guy, essentially. I know, he, I know he played at Illinois, but this was a guy that originally committed to Hutchinson Community College in, in Kansas. He was he didn't play football until his junior high junior year of high school. You know, so which is odd, right? <laughs> yeah, really odd. And his offers were literally, you know, uh, Appalachian State, Georgia State, UMass, uh, Middle Tennessee, South Alabama, Southern Miss, Troy, Temple, uh, and UAB. And it was only four days before the start of camp when he got the offer from Illinois. Uh, now here's an interesting thing. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but right. he went to Pine Forest, which is a, is a power in, in the state of Florida. And I, I found it really interesting. He took a visit to South Alabama. South Alabama has a fabulous track and field team. Yeah, he's gonna run. He's gonna run good at the, yeah, at the combine. A, so he was an athlete, uh, a track athlete. Uh, you know, he did a lot of uh, played basketball. He ran track in high school. Uh, I think he helped. Um, multiple, I think it's three, but multiple Pine Forest teams to to state titles um, as a senior. He was a standout high jumper um, and won multiple state championships in uh, the relay. So uh, Florida class 3A champion uh, in the 4 by 100 meter relay. So this is a guy that can that can really run. But, you know, you throw on his tape and whew, this kid is... Uh, this kid is special. I mean, this is a consensus All-American this year. He was one of the top three for the Jim Thorpe Award, which was won by Travis uh, Hodges Tomlinson of, uh, of TCU. He was Big Ten Defensive Back of the Year. He was first team All-Big Ten. Uh, and he led the he led all of college football in, in forced incompletions with 16. Um, uh, this is a bully, a physical bully, both, uh, you know, in terms of uh, getting defenders off the line, uh, getting uh, receivers off the line and coming off the line but a bully in coverage when he makes a tackle and an absolute force when he comes up uh, to hit you. He is a technician as a tackler. He will diagnose the run. He is urgent with how he comes forward. He understands angles. He's able to cut down the quarterback in space. He's able to cut down receivers in space. Uh, he gets low. He's fast. Uh, he is, I mean, the first game I watched of his this season, just I was just blown away. I ended up watching five or six. I mean, he's the clear number one corner in this class. You know, he's got... A short area quickness. He's got footwork to go backwards, forwards. His, his back pedal. He keeps his knees. He's got that sort of jackhammer action, low, and he's able to plant and drive or to click and close really quickly. Change of direction and the ability to click and close, as I said, with speed. Um, his understanding of route recognition, his instincts, his patience. 
um, you know, he, he's, he's got the speed and the talent and the instinct to undercut receivers. He gets this timing in terms of how he gets the ball is, you know, this is a, this is a special player. And, um, you know, you talk about, you compare him with Akili Ringo and you think to yourself, wow, this is, you know, I think he's best at man-to-man. I mean, he was effective in zone, but this is a guy I think that could be uh, an elite corner in, in, in both. Um, and I think, you know, in the modern NFL, you need a guy that can A, can run, but B, can show his ability to diagnose the instincts, but also to come up in the run game. You know, you can't have... As, as amazing as Dion Sanders was, the best corner I've ever seen. But, you know, Dion was not a tackler, whereas no. uh, Witherspoon loves, 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 loves the ability to tackle. I don't think he's a nickel defender. He's six foot, he's 190. He is an outside corner, um, just great ball skills. He's an, again, he's another tone setter. We talk about Darnell Wright being a tone setter. Um, this is a, this to me is a, just a, a phenomenal player. And I don't think at any point, Teams will try and box him into playing the slot, or he, because that's not his game. He is an outside corner, and the best of them in this draft. Yeah, he's a he's a day one starter for me as well. Um, I, I kind of like Joey Porter Jr. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so so it's one A one B for me. Some good corners. Yeah. Uh, so Devin Witherspoon. Uh, the more I watch him, the more I, I like I like him. Uh, 425 coverage snaps, okay? 63 targets. <laughs> okay, that's good enough as it is. 22 catches for 206 yards. To give you an idea, that's half as much as what Sauce Gardner gave up this year for the Jets. And he, and he's probably going to be the rookie of the year. Uh, his numbers are completely off the chart. charts. Uh, I watch him a lot, in, especially in quarters. He gets out of his backpedal as fast as anybody I can remember. If you watch him, he's so instinctual, leaving his man in too deep and making plays on the ball. One, uh, he has he has some he has some tape, which is absolutely eye catching, which kind of reminds you of uh, Xavier Howard's best uh, attri- attribute, which is he'll give up leverage and then close the angle on the leverage that he gave up to make a play on the ball. It's all over his tape. He does that consistently over and over and over again. I'm completely with you. That's a top ten pick. I don't know what, you know, I, I do respect Lance Zerline. Uh He says in the 20s, I don't see it. People are going to turn this on. And I uh, turn on his tape and they're going to say this is not, uh you know, the 24th pick in the draft. This is a top 10 guy. And the success of Sauce Gardner, you know, and, and Tariq Woolen, it's been a big year for cornerbacks. Everybody wants their own. And this is the next big one, I think. Yeah, He's I a mean, top 10 pick. Look at the numbers he gave up. 22 catches on 63 targets, 200 yards, uh, no touchdowns against him, three picks, 16 pass breakups, and a, an opponent passer rating of 25. And his movement skills are just insane. I mean, he's got incredible. And also not handsy. Not handsy. And he's relentless. You know how, like, all the great corners are just relentlessly irritating, and he is absolutely that. He is relentlessly irritating. How um, this kid how this kid started playing football as a junior in high school, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah. I really don't like this guy should have been the leader of a team. Well, he ended up getting recruited, but Illinois, like this guy should have been a five-star recruit coming out. Uh, I suspect he's going to run really fast. Uh, I guess we could leave on this. Do you got a number? I'll, I'll, I'll go, go ahead and say four, three, four. Yeah. I'd say around that four, three, six, something like that. I think. Yep. That sounds right. right for, for a four by yeah. 100 meter sprint guy. Yeah, we won't mention him as a fit with Miami because there is no fit with Miami. Uh, 
I, I, I don't know anybody trading from 51 all the way into the top 10. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't remember ever it happened. So he'll jump out the building as well at the combine. Yeah. Yeah. So th- this is a top athlete. Uh, I think he's going for C, uh, CB1, maybe. Oh. Joey Porter Jr. has a shot, but I think Gonzalez has a, has a shot as well. I think he's, um, It'll be one of those two, I think. And, you know, Gonzalez, a prospect we'll talk about, who actually does remind me of Xavier Howard in terms of how he plays and much more of a zone guy. Um, but, yeah, I, it's a really, really good corner class in a year that the Dolphins absolutely need corners. So, you know, I could reel off 10 or 15 names of, of, of cornerbacks that, you know, we'd be thinking, you know, All right. you are, I, I think you are going to get, if you're the Miami Dolphins, and I, we'll, we'll finish on this one, but I, I think you are going to get in this... Um, in this draft, you are at 53 or 52 or whenever it is the Dolphins pick, you are going to find um, first round, back end first round talent in the back end of the second round, if that makes sense. So in an ordinary year where you'd be getting the guys that we can pick at our pick in round two would be the sort of guys you'd be picking in the sort of the Noah Rigbenogane range. You know, you are looking at Witherspoon, Joey Porter, Cam Smith at South Carolina, Porter at Penn State, Keely Ringo, who we've talked about, Gonzalez, who we've talked about, Clark Phillips of Utah, who's perfect for a Vic Fangio scheme, Witherspoon, Emmanuel Forbes at Mississippi State, Eli Ricks, the transfer from LSU to Alabama, uh, Tyreek Stevenson, who we talked about at the top, who was excellent yesterday at the Senior Bowl, um, the, Brian Kelly's kid, uh, I don't even know how you pronounce his name, Kai Blue Kelly uh, of Stanford, Deontay Banks at Maryland, he looks like a first-round pick to me as well, Makai Garner at LSU, Hodges Tomlinson, who won, who's a slot guy, but who won the um who won the Thorpe Award? DJ Turner at Michigan, Garrett Williams at Syracuse, Noah Daniels at TCU, uh, the Clark kid at Louisville. I mean, Corey Trice at Purdue. There is an awful lot of extremely good cornerback talent for a team in the Miami Dolphins that is desperate for cornerback talent this year. Absolutely, yeah. And Devin Wilson, this is the guy that you're absolutely watching on draft day, and you're rooting against Buffalo, New England. Yeah. Or the Jets getting him because this is a guy that could be lining up for ten years against your team. He's perfect for the Detroit Lions. That's yeah, a and they need it. And they need think, yeah, I don't think he gets there, but he's perfect for the Lions. All right, that's that's it. Do you have the two athletes for next week, or are you going to work on that Keep in the next seven down. days? Secret. Perfect. All right, that's it. Pro, I haven't looked. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. See you guys next week. The Miami Dolphins select Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.